Give a fuck about a hater That broke shit get old Ain't gonna give me run no ho shit These ho get too bold I'm allergic to that no shit My wrist game on cold I might pick my coupe white Just to match with my toes Hello beautiful people It is I, your host I am back Um, I know, it's been a minute I was supposed to drop last week On my regular Friday drop schedule But my power was out for like Three days last week And because there was a big storm where I live And it was crazy So yeah, it was, it has just been a mess, but you know, you, you you can't keep a real nigga down. So I'm back better than ever. Not really, but I'm back. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, and boy, has it been a week. Um, there's a lot of stuff going down. You know, I, I like to just jump right in, but yeah, first things first though, I just want to do a check-in. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's feeling okay. I hope everybody's, you know, giving themselves a break from the 24-hour news cycle. I know there's a lot going on right now. I know there's a lot of stuff happening in the world and you want to keep yourself abreast of everything that's going on and stay updated and, and stay in the loop. But if you need to take a break, you need to put the phone down, you need to log out, you know what I'm saying? You need to take a step outside and just, you know, give yourself a breather, give yourself a break. Please do that because like I say, every episode, you got to protect your mental. You have to preserve your own mental health. You really do. So if you need a break, take a break, you know, pause this podcast, take two deep breaths in, two deep breaths out. Just cleanse, just cleanse. If you need to just do it, just, just get yourself a break. But yeah, so I, you, I don't have too many topics today because man, there are some, a couple of things that are very, very important to me that I wanted to talk about this week. So, you know, I'm gonna just jump right in. So yeah, today I just, I'm feeling it. Okay. <laughs> These topics got me hype. Okay. But yeah, first things first. So last week, um, I saw this video that had gone viral and it was of this young man with a dangly earring, um, and a headband, um, asking a question. And I think they have like a little internet show that they do. So he was saying like, you know, what do, what do you bring to the table? What do women bring to the table in a relationship? And I think he might've been talking specifically to black women. That could be a misunderstanding, but that this question does frequently get asked of black women. So the question was, you know, what do women bring to the table? So he was, you know, giving all the listing, all these things that he brings to the table and the young woman that was his counterpart or his co-host, she responded and she was just saying, you know, I'm cook, I can cook, I can clean, you know, I make your house a home. Um, all these things that, you know, women who like a more traditional relationship often do bring to the quote unquote, you know, the metaphorical table. And he's, he, you know, his response was, Oh, I could get it. He's basically saying, you know, you can clean, I'll get a maid. You can cook, I'll get a chef. Like all these things. And first of all, he was saying he was going to hire these people for like $100 a week. Baby, you find a maid for $100 a week. Let me know. She can come clean my house too. But no, I think the big thing here is the, the question of what do you bring to the table? And especially 
when this question is asked towards black women, I think it is asked from a standpoint of commodification. Like black women are often sought because of their labor, whether that labor be mental labor, emotional labor, physical labor, but black women are often sought from the perspective of commodification. How can I, you know, use their labor? How can I use them to benefit me? Whether that is, you know, finding someone who is okay with going through the ringer in a relationship, finding someone who is okay going through, you know, all these quote unquote ups and downs or being in in a better phrase, being put through ups and downs. Um, so that's often what, you know, they're they're looking for. They're looking for someone who is willing to be who is willing to put in a ton of labor, like I said, whether it be mental, emotional, or physical, to be in that relationship. Now, first, let me just say that when when black men are specifically are looking outside of black women for partners in a relationship they don't really ask this question they don't really look at you know their um latin ex women and say like well what do you bring to the table they don't look at white women and say like well what do you bring to the table they usually ask this question of black women and that's because when they're seeking non-black women they are seeking non-black women who have a certain proximity to blackness and when i say that they're seeking black women they're seeking non-black women who have traits that when black women have them are considered unattractive so you know, when black women have a quote unquote attitude, we're tough and we're 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 too hard and we're we're too argumentative, we're too combative. But when a non-black woman has that trait, like when a Latinx woman has, you know, the attitude, they're spicy and they're exotic and that's that's desirable. Just like, you know, black women all black men often seek white women with big asses because they feel as if then that that just replaces us because like I said the commodification of the black woman means how can I strip you down basically for parts and just have the things that I like just have the parts that benefit me and you know none of you and your essence so that's the first thing I, I just need to talk about on that topic the second thing is what the fuck is wrong with y'all like what what's wrong with you mr dangly earring why what what are what is the purpose of this question what are you bringing to the table when you are entering into a relationship not a marriage not a partnership not like not none of that when you're entering into a relationship the only thing you need to be bringing to the table is your whole self. You have to be willing to work, willing to compromise, willing to, you know, empathize with the parts of them that are not healed from their experiences. You have to be willing to have compassion for those experiences, understanding for how those experiences have shaped them as a person and a willingness to develop a shared understanding a shared spirit so that's what i don't understand because yes long term a marriage that's a business contract that is that's paperwork okay we we filing taxes together we're merging our financial and personal life that's a business contract but you niggas 
are not there yet. I would understand if you're saying like, well, we're about to get married. I have, you know, 25 properties and, you know, she doesn't, she's still renting an apartment. So I would like to know how we can come to some kind of compromise and maybe get a prenup or something like that. I can understand that because marriage is a business, but a relationship, like when you're just entering into a, 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 a relationship with somebody, you, you just got to bring yourself to the table like when did you know compassion and empathy and you know all of all of the things that make you a good person when were those things not good enough to be in a relationship now all of a sudden everybody has to be like well i bring a six-figure business a maserati um a condo in buckhead like why those are not the things that make a relationship because you can be you can be a a good a man with a six-figure job, a Jaguar, you know, and a closet full of Chelsea boots, and boom, you're Kevin Samuels. Okay, nobody wants to be with you. But on the other hand, you could be a man who is compassionate, who is ambitious, who is goal-oriented, who is driven, who is honorable who has integrity and those type of men they're not broke okay the men who are goal oriented they have integrity they've got a moral compass you know they have ambition they are driven you know they're self-driven those kind of men don't be out here not doing nothing with their lives okay those kind of men will always be able to provide for themselves in whatever situation whether they're in a relationship or whether they're not the same goes for women women who are driven um goal oriented ambitious compassionate empathetic understanding working on healing themselves those type of women don't be sitting around on the wayside you know what i'm saying um not doing a damn thing those type of women those type of people in general will always have something going on for themselves because people who are driven ambitious and goal-oriented set up plans for themselves that they work towards and because they are honorable and they have integrity they know that it is their responsibility to care for their loved ones so when they enter into a relationship that those goals and though that ambition paired with that integrity that honesty and that honor turn into providing for one another that's the thing you have to value principles because you could have a man who is pulling up you know in the Maserati but he will be getting top on lock and not from you okay it's gonna be a white bitch in that car and you're gonna be mad because he doesn't have any morals he doesn't have any principles he's not he's not accountable to anybody but himself like you not the person and the things that they have and the things that they bring to the table are not what's in the relationship it is in, it is the person that's in a relationship so look and i'm gonna use because i just started watching love and marriage huntsville okay there's this couple on there um what are their names what are their names uh melody and martel so these this couple they were married for some years they've got some kids and 
from the outside looking in, Martel is a quote unquote man who brings something to the table. They owned businesses. He looked, he was providing, he was, he had, he was leading things like that. Turns out as soon as shit hit the fan, as soon as his wife was going through her own, you know, going through her own thing mentally and emotionally, now he's like, well, what are you bringing to the table? You're not satisfying me as a wife. I'm going outside the marriage because he lacks integrity, because he lacks honor, because he lacks loyalty, because he's not faithful from the outside looking in because he's got these businesses he's got all these things he looks like he looks like a good man right he could provide he can do all these things with me but you forget you forget you gotta have you gotta have something in the brain all right you gotta have values you have to have principles you have to have something that that holds you accountable to you know to something something that you know makes you treat other people kindly that that makes you be be loyal to somebody that makes you communicate with somebody instead of being like well you're not having sex with me and since I'm the husband and I'm bringing all these things to the table and I'm not satisfied I'm stepping outside the marriage look at him now got a whole outside baby on the way and it turns out that Melody was the one bringing all the stuff to the table she was the one with the licenses she's the only one that can really operate these businesses businesses because she's got brains she's got something in her head and now she can use all of those traits she can use you know the fact that she is that she has integrity the fact that she is responsible the fact that she is honorable to use these businesses to take care of her children as opposed to this man who was just out here off vibes okay just just vibing going through life fucking everybody up, fucking everybody over, and then crying when things don't go his way. So that's just a little shout out because, look, I love the shows on the Oprah Network, okay, Love and Marriage, I love Ready to Love, I love Put a Ring, all them shows, okay, <laughs> I love all of them, okay, Oprah, you doing your thing with this programming, girl, bring back Iyanla, but we're going to talk about that on another episode, but no, so in addition to you know quote unquote bringing something to the table you have to have guiding morals and principles to keep you in check because a man with a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of ambition and absolutely no integrity will fuck you over any chance and any opportunity he gets because he lacks integrity or a man with hella goals and who is hella driven, he is going to push forward and he's going to reach those goals. But if he has no responsibility, no loyalty and no communication skills, as soon as he starts achieving those things, he's going to view you as a liability. Okay, because he's like, I'm doing all this stuff on my own. These are my goals. I'm so driven. I don't need yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he brought all those stuff. He brought all that stuff to the table, girl. He had a or whoever he brought all this stuff to the table. He had a BMW. Okay, and then he upgraded, and then he was driving a Tesla, and then he's got a whole bunch of fancy shoes and chains, and he paid to take you to Greece. Oh, but he won't stop cheating on you because he has no morals. That's so interesting. Oh, that's so. You're telling me that the man who values his money over his family won't stop cheating on oh my god that's so interesting go fucking figure <laughs> go figure okay you can't just have 
things. You have to have morals. You got to have principles. You have to have a guiding light. And this, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just because, uh, man, I'm not just coming at y'all. I am because y'all really need it to get it together. But this goes for everyone. People who think that, you know, when we get to this table, we need to just put all our stuff on it and see who's got more to be in a relationship that it's tiring okay it's 2021 we're not we're we're not in relationships like our parents are in anymore this is and I think that's very important my parents have been married 30 years and I cannot be in a relationship and participate like my mother participates in her relationship because I am not the same woman as my mother Okay, the relationships are not one size fits all. We don't need to just have one relationship dynamic. You need to find a person who respects you, who honors you, who uplifts you, who empowers you, who nourishes you, because those are going to be the partners that when you get to a rough patch, they're going to want to communicate with you. They're going to want to work it out. They're going to want to help you through it because the people who don't do that are going to end up embarrassing you on national television with a side baby okay and I love Melody I do I love her so much she's so smart she's so gorgeous very strong woman she be on here with the outfits with the wigs everything love her but we have to get away from only wanting partners so that we can have things you you should want a partner so that you can have companionship, so that you can have, you know, somebody to share things with. Naturally, you know, because we, because people progress and because people are naturally forward moving, you're probably going to accomplish some things together. You know, maybe you'll buy a house together. Maybe you'll start a business together. Maybe, you know, you'll have some kids and start a family together. Okay, naturally, because we are forward moving people, those things come with time and hard work. Okay, and that's what's required in a relationship, time and hard work. If you feel like you're stagnant, you know, go to therapy. And that's the other thing. So now that I've done my spiel, about like let's stop expecting things out of people and start expecting some good traits now that i've done that spiel let's talk about the fact that you niggas need to go to therapy okay women are not your saving grace they're not your therapist they're not your mother they're none of that okay especially black women because a lot of black, a lot of people do assign that to us to black women we're healers you know we're fixers we're just soldiers we're supposed to brave everything you know what i'm saying we're supposed to keep we're supposed to be the keisha k or you know to the gucci man you know you're supposed to go to jail and cheat on us and and then we're just supposed to sit here and wait on you and then when you get out then we get everything oh no 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 we're not suffering for love anymore take your black ass to therapy okay i get it it's hard being a black person in this country there every single solitary odd is stacked against us and there is targeted intervention in our lives that makes it very difficult sometimes for us to achieve things we go through that too so get up off the couch 
put on your shoes, grab your phone, get onto Rihanna's internet and search for a therapist because we cannot deal with the burdens of our own life and yours, okay? Because the fact that y'all are on Rihanna's internet, y'all are on Beyonce's internet, talking about, well, what do black women bring to the table when black women are the standard? We are the baseline. We are the guidepost. We are the lighthouse. We are all of it, honey. The fact that you are on Michelle Obama's internet asking these stupid ass questions really just goes to show that you have no information in your head, okay? None. You ain't got no information. You need help, all right? So get a therapist and stop burdening and just leave us out of it. If you just, that, that's it. At the end of the day, because I'm, I'm getting a little ranty and my sister tells me I, I talk a lot sometimes. So at the end of the day, get a therapist, all right? Go sort your shit out with a professional because we don't have to put up with it, all right? If you just want to date a non-black woman, go do it, all right? Stop getting on the internet and asking us, why do you think black men look outside their race? We don't care, all right? Go date a white woman and leave us alone, all right? If you just want to date your homeboy, do it, okay? Just text him, all right? Say, I've been having some feelings, and I think... I think I should talk to you about these feelings and see where he is, okay? If you just want to date your homeboy, just do it and leave us out of it, all right? And then you guys can play PS5, you can share your Jordan retros, and we can go on about our day. And honestly, once you're happy, we can come back together. We can all go to brunch, all right? Everybody loves brunch. But the moral of the story is go to therapy. Last week, Cardi B and Lizzo dropped their uh, single rumor. Okay, it's a bop, it's a jam, it's everything. Go stream it, listen to it, download it illegally if you have to, I understand. Um, but yeah, so they dropped their single. It's great, you should listen to it. Um, so this song, you know, being a woman in the industry, not that I know personally or anything, it comes with a lot of rumors and all like the song talks about but there's just a lot that goes along with it so the song's great and then uh, uh i think on like friday or saturday you know lizzo released she went live on instagram and she just talked about how um you know the the people online you know all of these people and their opinions have impacted her mental health and there were some things that you know she just really wasn't prepared for um you know going into her career and things like that so there's there's a real there's a whole lot to unpack here there's so much to dissect here because the the first things first is that Lizzo as a person as an artist as a human being suffers through a lot of fat shaming a whole lot of fat shaming and I think it is absolutely ridiculous as a fellow fat woman as a fellow plus size woman 
it is hurtful to see all of these comments online because while it is the internet and the internet's not real, all of these people are real human beings who live in the real world, who have those perspectives. I personally have had friends who have made disparaging comments about my weight, who have said things to me, who have, you know, made offhanded remarks about what I should or should not be wearing, what I should and should not be doing because I'm a fat woman. Like that's that's just it. I, I've had this happen to me as well. So I can completely relate to that part of her experience. But even more so, like the, the fat shaming as a whole, I, and I think people are, people think like when they're fat shaming, when they're saying like you're promoting obesity or you're fat or you're this, they, they think it's helpful because in this society that we live in, we think bullying helps you become a better person. <laughs> like if I'm just mean to you, I you're going to see your flaws and you are going to be a better person. But let's first examine how Lizzo is already better than you. Okay? Yeah, she is. Um, she can get on stage. She can run around, play the flute, dance, sing. All of this stuff that if you tried it, your hot flaming filled lungs would suffer. Okay, you wouldn't be able to last 30 seconds. Let's just talk about that first. Lizzo is already better than you. Um, secondly, um, let's just talk about fat shaming as a whole, because I think like you know, wanting people to be healthy is one thing, but literally just being nasty and evil to somebody because of the way they look is another. Because let me, let me, let me, let me just pose some questions. Um, since you all are just so, since people are so concerned about health and so concerned about well-being, when you lose weight, what happens to the fat that's stored on your body? How does your body get rid of fat? can't answer that question can you all right let's do let, let's ask another question in ketogenesis what is how does your body treat fat and carbs differently oh you don't you don't you don't understand oh you don't you don't know the answer to that question either that's so um okay okay one more question one one more question what are the long-term effects um uh no, no 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 let me let me let me rephrase that question because i since no because you guys are scientists you guys are doctors obviously so while i have your expertise let me just think of all of the smart questions that i can ask yes absolutely what is the frequency duration and intensity of exercise needed in order for it to be an effective fat loss tool oh oh you don't know the answer to that question either you know what it's probably because you niggas ain't doctors okay you're on you're you're uh, you're a troll and you're on the internet you the, everybody wants to say that fat shaming is just about you know making sure that we're not promoting obesity and that we're not promoting you, you, no, no, no one cares you're you're not a doctor. You're not a you're, you're not you're not a health professional. You're a nigga with an Instagram account and an opinion. And it is damaging. It is unnecessary. And you can go to hell. Straight 
to hell. Go to hell. That's exactly where you can go because fat shaming is helpful to absolutely no one. Mind your goddamn business. If I get my big ass up on a stage in a one piece and I do a backflip, it is not directly harmful to you or anybody around you. You know why? Because it's my body. I have to take care of my body. And how dare you get on a fr how dare you log on to Lizzo's internet and make disparaging comments about her and you don't even know what she does with her body. I've seen Lizzo post videos of her hiking at Runyon Canyon, making a vegan meal, eating a green smoothie, a little blurb from a workout she did that day. You don't know what the fuck she does with her body. And even if you did, it's none of your goddamn business. It's none of your goddamn business. It is none of your goddamn damn business. I am so tired of people who read two Huffington Post articles and click the links at the bottom and think they are a scientist. Did you go to medical school? Did you do what six, seven, eight years of a residency? No, you're not a doctor. Shut the fuck up. How about that? How about you shut your motherfucking mouth? This is probably healthier than a lot of you niggas. A lot of you niggas i don't know how you guys read so many articles on the internet why don't you read the articles that clearly state that body shape and body size is not the primary indicator of physical health and well-being you don't read those articles you don't read the articles that state your weight is not the only indicator of whether you're healthy or that the bmi index is kind of racist and not a good indicator of health either no you don't read those articles man you just read the ones that your homeboy posts on his facebook account about how this fat woman is doing better than you at life because that leads into the second part of the conversation that i want to have a lot of fat shaming especially when it's coming from you niggas is based on the fact that it pains you to see women you are not attracted to succeed Okay, because all of you niggas, every single solitary one of you would jump at the chance to get within six feet of these Instagram models in real life. Okay, y'all be leaving hard eyes, the winky emojis, fire emojis, gas, all, any kind of emojis you can think of under the bitch who you think is fine's Instagram, okay? You constantly arguing with your girlfriend because you can't seem to stop liking bitches pictures on Instagram. So the problem is not that Lizzo is fat and she's unhealthy and she's promoting obesity. It is that a lot of people cannot stand to see people who they don't find attractive succeed, especially men. Cause we're, we'll talk about this in twofold because there are a lot of men who are just literally not attracted to Lizzo who hate the fact that she is successful. Oh, she's not an Instagram model. She's not a size six. She's not a Coke bottle and she's successful. And I have to I have to log on to the Internet and see that. Yes, you do. You have to log on to the Internet and see her being a success in your face. That's absolutely what the case is. And. That comes from and, and, and the thing about it is that is that this whole idea of fat not being attractive is super Eurocentric 
the fuck? Beauty standards are fleeting and meaningless. Okay, like I said on what? Episode 2 maybe of, of my podcast. The fact that motherfuckers don't think I'm fine has absolutely no nothing to do with the fact that I am a bad bitch. Nothing. The fact that people are saying that Lizzo is unattractive, that she's fat, that she's unhealthy has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that she is a fire bitch. She's talented. She's absolutely gorgeous. She's successful. She is the shit per the Recording Academy as well. Okay? I don't understand it. If you... That's, and this is the problem because let's, let's get into some tea here. I have fucked with many a nigga in my life who was all over my ass. Oh, just sweating me talking about some, oh, I want to be with you when I want to woo woo woo. But then, you know, when it comes to me being around their homeboys or me being out in public with them, they don't necessarily want that to happen because they are so worried about what their homeboys might think about their preference. Oh, you fucking with fat bitches? You fuck and this leads back into my point of my nigga, if you so worried about what your homeboy think, date him. You so worried about these niggas who do absolutely nothing for you in your life. Date them. Have sex with them. If you want to date your homeboy, just speak up and let us know. But leave Lizzo out of it. If you are afraid. To say that you think she is attractive or to admit that she is talented, she's successful, she's gorgeous, she's whatever. Because you think your preferences will be received negatively by your peers? Go ahead and go back to ninth grade, baby, because you're obviously not mature enough to be an adult. I wish the fuck I would. You know how many niggas I done fucked with that my friends are like, girl... He looks like the print on the bottom of an Ugg boot. And I'm like, absolutely. And I'm going over his house tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Your preferences belong to you. Your judgments belong to you. So just say that first of all, you want to date your homeboy. Because we need to clear that up. Like, do you niggas want to just date other men? Because the level of criticism that you're that you have for women is really just giving. I just, I really care for my homeboy in another way. And that's fine. I want that for you. I love that for you. I, 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 if that's your truth, I love that for you. But projecting your insecurities onto Lizzo is absolutely unnecessary. And I, I, there's another part of this topic that really bothers me as well. Because Lizzo definitely does, you know, have, she has this persona of being very confident, very self-assured. And people are on the internet talking about some, oh, she, made, she released a song about being unbothered three days ago and now she's on live crying. Yep. And she's allowed to do both of those things. She's allowed to be bothered by things. She is allowed to be emotionally affected by things. She is allowed to have insecurities. She is allowed to have parts of her that aren't necessarily healed because of some traumas that she's went through. She's allowed to have all of those things. And she's also allowed to be unbothered because they can exist at, one, they, they can exist at the same time. It's really just giving mind your own business. Lizzo... There's no such the 
I just have to circle back. There's no such thing as promoting obesity unless I take out an ad for obesity and promote it. There's fat people existing is not promoting obesity. Okay. And I don't have to get off onto this. You know, I don't have to also say that they could be working out. They could be eating help. They could be doing absolutely none of those things. They could be on their way home from Burger King right the fuck now. And their existence is completely valid. Our existence is completely valid. There's no such thing as promoting obesity. Secondly, just say that you don't like to see women you're not attracted to succeeding at life. Because that also, this is, this is true in real life because a lot of men are super disrespectful to women they do not find attractive. Like, and, and for no fucking reason, selectively respecting women and only women that you're attracted to is not respecting women. It's disrespectful and it's incredibly insecure and it's also played the fuck out, okay? Most women have to respect men that are abusers to them, that are toxic towards them, that are completely disrespectful to them just to survive in this world and we have absolutely no problem doing so. I, my, Me and my girls go to the club and we're nice to the guy, the creepy guy who's in our face giving us all these compliments because we don't want him to murder us. If we can do it, you niggas can get the fuck over it and do it too. And secondly, like people are allowed to be bothered by things specifically because people on the internet are awful. Okay. I mean, like a lot of, a lot of people say like, you know, cyberbullying doesn't exist and oh, if you're bothered, just log off. But imagine being in 2021 where internet is one of the most dominant factors in your life and being like, just don't participate in it. Brands that do not have an online presence are hardly ever successful because people consume so much content, they buy so much products, they participate in the online space so much, it's impossible to separate yourself from that. Yeah, you can take a break or you can put your social media manager in charge of it, but that doesn't stop you know, the fact that people are always writing fucking think pieces about her and, and, and getting on podcasts and talking about how she's not attractive and getting on the radio and talk like that, that doesn't stop the fact that because people feel like everything is, is just like, yeah, we just have to have an opinion about everything. You can't escape it. You can't escape it. It's impossible to escape. Even me personally, when I was like, when I was in middle school, this is funny, sir. Well, not really funny, haha, but funny, like, I laugh now. Uh, when I was in like middle school, um, there was this thing called Blink. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers Blink, but I had like, I was living my life as a fat bitch in America and somebody made this group on blink like if you remember you could like make a group about a topic and then everybody could post and be like oh i like this thing i like this thing or like it could be like a song you'd be like i like the song so somebody made a group because back in the day my username was uh c2 fly period on these hoes i was fly so so somebody made a group that was fuck c2 fly and put my my picture up there and there were so many fucking comments just so many like I said I was just being a fat bitch in America minding my business probably eating some Oreos and the comments were crazy like they were they were mean and they were all geared at the fact that I was fat and I was ugly and I was unattractive and I was this and I was that and I was like and so many people were like well just log off I did 
I did and these motherfuckers made a group about me okay they made it a point to put this stuff on the internet eventually it stopped because my sister threatened to dog walk that bitch but that's not the point <laughs> the point is is that people feel as if you know them putting their thoughts on the internet whether they are vile and hateful or not they always feel like that's valid and it's not the case this plays back into the conversation I was having about morals and ethics and about principles there are so many people on the internet who are just awful just god awful people and you're a god awful person if you purposely go look for somebody's page to post a hateful comment you're god awful so yeah look stop getting on rihanna's internet posting hateful things about black women just because you're not attracted to them okay go live your life the way you feel you want to leave your life and leave black women out of it that's that's today's that is the moral of the story today you want to know what people bring to the table ah, ah, ah. go date a latina go date a non-black woman and leave black women out of it Oh, but uh, can they cook? Can they, can they, can they trade? Can they make money? Go date your homeboy. Leave black women out of it. Okay, you think flat women are unattractive and you think women who are, you're not attracted to succeeding is a horrible thing. Ah, ah, ah. Go to therapy. Leave black women out of it. Because we didn't do anything to you. And we are tired of taking the brunt of you niggas absorbing all of these Eurocentric beauty standards, these patriarchal relationship standards, and all of this bullshit that you have absorbed throughout your years of unhealed trauma. So, the next time you pick up your phone, connect to your mom's Wi-Fi, and use your ashy knuckles to get on Beyonce's internet and disparage black women, just think to yourself, who gives a fuck? And don't post it. Okay? Do, do that for me. Or you know what? Better yet, how about you and all of your homeboys who think like you? Why don't you all, since you're all so, since you all bring so many things to the table, why don't you go down to Atlanta or wherever Kevin Samuels lives, buy a compound, and then you can all move there together, and you can have your shady, toxic opinions, and you can all be in one house, and then you can make a reality series, and then you can fight to the death, and then we can enjoy watching you all live in chaos, all right? But just leave black women out of it, okay? Much appreciated. <laughs> That's all, folks.